Hi everyone, my name is Ishan, and this is the Build Your Talent Stack podcast. I started my career feeling like I needed to fit in, and now I shape my own career opportunities. And together with the guests I feature on this podcast, we share how we challenge the status quo in how we learn, connect with an aligned tribe who gets us, and shape our own jobs. And in many cases, these are jobs that didn't exist before. Get ready to be inspired to explore creative ways to learn, future-proof your talent stack, and forge your own path in the future of work in a way that brings out your personality and your zone of genius. Welcome to episode 50 of the Build Your Talent Stack podcast. This is going to be my last episode for 2019 before I take a short break to get ready for the new year. 2020 is going to be a big year and I promise I will share more as soon as I can about some exciting things that I've got planned for next year. I still can't believe we are at episode 50 already. This year we have 24 guest interviews 26 solo episodes and we've now been listened in 41 countries around the world. I'm still pinching myself sharing these milestones with you because when I first started I cringed at the sound of my own voice. My dad whose hearing is starting to get worse and worse every year would say things like you're not being articulate enough I can't hear your consonants and I was worried about how I was going to pull off this podcast. I wasn't sure whether people would say yes to being interviewed on the podcast. I wasn't sure if anyone would value what I had to share. I was worried about coming across as a know-it-all when I'm actually a learn-it-all. I didn't feel confident even though people who reached out to me have shared with me that I need to get my message out there to share my perspective and inspire others to think differently about creative ways to learn. I'm introverted and to this day I still need to script all of my episodes and I was worried how this might come across to my listeners. Despite all these fears, I did it anyway. I watched YouTube videos to learn how to interview. I joined a communications training group to become a better communicator. I made it easy for my guests to say yes to being interviewed by finding common ground between their why and the why for my podcast through my elevator pitch. When I was first accepted for my international talk in Singapore, I didn't let imposter syndrome get in my way and I took it as an opportunity to accelerate my learning, own my story and build momentum for my next opportunity and the next. And while some people are still thinking about whether they should do it, I'm getting out there and actually doing it and trying different styles and formats for building my talent stack story. What's driving my commitment to doing all of this alongside a full-time job is because content creation is my happy place. One of the types of content that I want to create more of in my day job is to reimagine how we learn from people that we work with by creating high quality social learning content. But in order for me to get started on this, I need to get better at interviewing and being comfortable 
being behind the microphone or the camera. And this podcast is my safe place to practice. And if I make mistakes, what I love about audio is that it's so much easier to edit than video. To take a leaf out of Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, I'm trying to build my 10,000 hours of deliberate practice in the area of social learning so that one day when my ideas get over the line, I have the skills ready to go and credibility to go with it from consistently showing up and taking action. Every time I experience imposter syndrome where I question who am I to create a career slash learning podcast, every time I think about this, I go back to my own experience about wanting more outside-in perspectives and learning from people outside my own network that I don't normally get to meet. When we think about seeking mentors, most people refer us to people within our organization but are hard-pressed to suggest someone outside of work. Even if you do get a name from outside your organization, It feels like such a hurdle to set it up. And then there's also the challenge of finding a time that works for both of you to catch up. It's just too hard. And like most things that are too hard, they just never get done. I wanted to listen to stories from everyday people who are doing really interesting things with how they learn and how they shape careers in paths that until recently didn't exist before. Everyday people who are most likely sharing these stories over a coffee than sharing them on stage or on social media. Every time I experience self-doubt, I remind myself that there is no such thing as a career pathway anymore in the future of work. And if I can help others plan their next step by sharing stories of career journeys of inspiring people, then I have achieved my goal. There are so many interesting podcasts out there, but I want the Build Your Talent Stack podcast to be one that helps you plan your next step in your career in a way that not only leverages the skills that you already have, but helps you gain clarity on how you can create a signature personal brand so that no matter what your own career journey will look like, it'll be one that allows you to hone in on your zone of genius. Am I a confident person? I'm not sure that I'm any more or less confident than any person out there. But what I will say is that I'm clear about what I believe in. I'm clear about the chapter that I want to write for myself. And I believe that if I combine my goal to help people navigate the future of work by sharing a different perspective on a learning mindset and leverage technology like podcasting to build human connection at scale and reimagine how we learn from each other, my hope is that people will navigate the future of work guided by their curiosity and self-belief that they can write their own chapter in shaping their career journey. As you're listening to this and if you have an idea that you want to explore but you're not sure how to go about it or if you don't feel confident about having the means to do it, think about the next chapter that you want to write for yourself. In five years time, are you still going to be thinking about it 
Or do you want to get started now and become wiser from all that learning and personal growth that you're going to get over the course of that five years and come out of that ready to write yet another chapter? The second thing I learned this year is that content creation, like anything else, is a skill. And one of the most valuable learning experiences from creating content is finding your voice. What I mean by finding your voice includes things like your storytelling style, your unique point of view on universal topics, Even the way you curate topics and guests to feature on the interview forms part of your brand voice. It even includes how you curate what you share on your social media platforms. If we use LinkedIn as an example, think about what impression that you've made about another person based on the topics and consistency in articles that they've shared and what is it about their LinkedIn presence that influences how likely you are to approach them to ask questions versus silently stalking them from afar. Finding my own voice, both the voice on this podcast and my personal brand voice has been the best gift I have given to myself this year. I say it's a gift because it's so much more than just getting through a learning curve. Owning your story starts with believing in yourself, believing in the value that you have to offer and being comfortable in your skin or your own voice in sharing your story with others. A couple of people recently said to me, Ishan, you are such a natural and you're so good at what you do. Every time I hear this, my immediate reaction is just to laugh it off and tell them that's absolutely not true. I am not a natural. Every episode is scripted. Sometimes I read out my script and realize, oh my god, that sounds terrible. And I edit the script on the spot before I record it again. And not every episode has the same number of downloads or completion rates. I look at what's successful and not so successful, and that gives me insight on what I need to do differently in planning the next series of episodes. I'm far from mastering the art of content creation, but what I will own is that I have six years experience in content creation. I say six years because prior to my first anniversary of podcasting, I used to write a blog for five years that has been featured on Forbes.com and InStyle Magazine USA once upon a time before Instagram existed. I'll save that story for another day. What six years of creating online content has taught me is that building skills in content creation is like activating your brand voice, whether it's in the written form, in a blog post or in audio form like I'm doing now. It's like bringing to life your brand voice and finding creative ways to create content that resonates with what your aligned audience wants to learn. If you're wondering what your own brand voice is, start by listening to yourself. Listen to how you talk. Listen to your narrative in your one-on-one conversations. If you're really stuck, ask people in your trusted network to share their insight on what they see as your brand voice. Draw out the themes from topics that people are drawn to you for advice on and see if you can practice turning that into practical content for the audience that you want to serve. 
And you can start with your LinkedIn feed, whether it's in the way that you share articles or the way that you craft your blog post. If you're experiencing writer's block on what to post on LinkedIn because you're unsure of what to write about, or if you're worried about what your LinkedIn network might think of you, then check out my content mind map. I share the five questions that helped me brainstorm ideas from blog posts through to content that builds your online community. So grab a pen and paper and find a quiet spot wherever you like to hang out for some me time and get ready to start brainstorming ideas for your next LinkedIn post. The third thing that I learned this year is not to be afraid of dreaming big and sharing those big audacious goals with key people in your network because you never know who might be the very people who can point you in the direction of how you might just turn that goal into reality sooner than you feel ready. I shared in episode 47 in part one of my beginner's guide to podcasting that there are two whys for running this podcast. There is the why for my listeners, what's in it for you? And a more personal why, what's in it for me? You've already heard me share in episode 45 of my milestone of landing my first public speaking opportunity. I didn't wait to apply when I felt ready. It started off by me having a clear pitch for my audacious goals to my network and connecting with people who were on the same wavelength who were keen to explore that idea further. There are more examples like this that I want to share, but they are taking shape at the time of recording. I promise to share next year as soon as they are locked in. And it all started with putting ideas out there, putting myself out there and having a clear pitch that invites people to collaborate with you to turn your audacious goals into reality. To recap on the three big learnings in my first year of podcasting, the biggest one has to be write your own chapter. If you have an idea that you want to explore, but you're not sure how to go about it, or if you are not confident about having the means to do it, think about the next chapter that you want to write for yourself. In five years time, are you still going to be just thinking about it? Or do you want to get started now and become wiser from all that learning and personal growth that you're going to get over the course of that five years and come out of that ready to write yet another chapter? In order to find your brand voice, start by listening to yourself. Listen to how you talk. Listen to your narrative in your one-on-one -on -one conversations. If you're really stuck, Ask people in your trusted network to share their insight on what they see as your brand voice. Draw out the themes from topics that people are drawn to you for advice on and see if you can practice turning that into practical content for the audience that you want to serve. And lastly, don't just dream big, but share your big audacious goals with key people in your network and have your pitch ready because you never know who might be the very people in your network who can either collaborate with you or point you in the direction of how you might just turn that goal into reality sooner than you feel ready. I can't express how grateful I am for your support throughout my journey and being a part of the Build Your Talent Stack community. 
Wherever you are in the world, I always love hearing from you. I'm always up for a sounding board session for your ideas or a quick Q&A. I'm here to be a part of your support crew to launch version 2.0 of yourself for your next career leap. In the meantime, I hope you have an awesome break. See you next year. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review on iTunes and let me know if this has helped you in any way in shaping your career goals. I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn and Instagram. You can find me at Build Your Talent Stack.